Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another episode of Mugger. Uh, I'm joined this week by a bunch of the old faithfuls, old familiars. I'm going to go around and introduce them all. Seb, what are you saying, man? Come on, man. We're there, man. Yeah, good to have you on, man. Taking over the world of uh, uh, branded liquor day by day, yeah? Day by day, man. Hey, everyone, you can grab that, man, in two weeks, man. Yeah? (laughs) All right, cool. We'll speak speak soon. Speak real, real soon. What are you saying, Jisoo? Busy day for you? Yeah, it's a busy day, man. i got so much shit to do. Bro, I woke up and I felt like uh, Bernabeu was stamping on my jaw, bro. My jaw was panned for <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, kid, yeah? Oh, yeah, kid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I woke up and I was like, oh, like, what happened to me? Because, like, <laughs> what's I sleep? But, um, yeah, man, we move, man. We move, man. We're here regardless. Good to have you on, brother. Reams, what are you saying, bro? What are you saying, bro? I'm good, man. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. I see. It's all it's all basketball from you now, brother. Yeah, bro, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a I'm a footy casual now, brothers. <laughs> it's it's all, I've been seeing Reeves talk about players I've never heard of, and I follow basketball. I'm like, who is this little, <laughs> this little nigga this guy's talking about? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy. That's that's my part of the court side account. That's my go-to for my NBA content, man. Jeremy, the the, the the top five offenses and defenses so far this season, man. Cool. Anyway, gentlemen, <laughs> there's a reason why Reeves is watching basketball. Sebi won't leave the office and Dissy won't stop giving us politics updates. And that's the current state of Manchester United. Uh, but before I've got to start, I've got to do the usual plug all the social. So if you're uh, someone who's on the Twitter and you haven't followed, give a follow at TLF underscore Mugga. Uh, yeah, that, that tweet last night. I'm still not sure if it's you, Seb, or if it was Bummy, but... I really wanted to take credit for it. I'm not gonna lie, I'm still so taking credit for it because the tweet was too peak. I'm like, nah, I need to take so when that, people are saying Sebi in the comments, I'm not even correcting them. Was... I'm, not even correcting... <laughs> I'm not even correcting them, bro. I'm like, yeah, 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 that was me, that was me. Yeah, yeah. I showed it. My friend posted it, it was like, you're funny. I said, Yeah, man, just do what I yeah, do. Yeah, hey, hey, it's hey. what I do, bro. <laughs> 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 
Why am I the only person without access to the Mogul account anymore? There's no. You never asked for it. The, the, bro, I, I had it before. I got, I got, I got kicked out, bro. I got kicked out. Yeah, of you got to ask for it, bro. When, we got no. We had to change it when someone left. You had to go when, 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 we had to be when Wolf of Wall Street was moving mad. <laughs> when man was trying to parlay book a Twitter account. <laughs> he tried um, to parlay the book a Twitter account. <laughs> Hey, hey, listen, you did the right thing, boy. Before, yeah. before the SEC and Chuck Rose come knocking, boy, let's get that Rico, bro. Over hey, that Rico! Over and under seven tweets a day, you know. Um, hey, real talk, bro. Cool, so if you're not following on Twitter, give the Twitter account a follow. Um, we're also pretty regularly now producing Patreon content. It's international break, so we'll have a couple of pieces over the next couple of weeks. Um, and with all that being done, let's get into the business of Manchester United. So let's start off with our most recent game. So the 3 p.m. kickoff against recently promoted Luton. Going into that, I don't assume that was a game that any of us thought we wouldn't win. The question was going to be how convincing was that gonna win going to be and what players were going to play well. I'll start with you, Reams, because you, you were at the game. Um, how, how was the atmosphere in the build-up? Atmosphere was great, mate. The atmosphere was amazing. <laughs> no, no, like United fans, like the match going fans are actually like class. Like I was in the Stretford end, like mate, so many different chants, everything, like vibes didn't stop singing. Um, the fans are a little, <laughs> the fans are a little bit frustrated with a, a certain few players. I guess you could understand what players those are. Um, they're a little less. Impatient with some of the younger guys, Garnacho's Hoyland's, like, but yeah, the the atmosphere was good, but like the fans are just they're a little bit just frustrated with the team right now in terms of like kind of especially what they're doing in the final third kind of thing. Understandable. Yeah, so that's so like a lot of the chances missing. Like if Rashford turns over the ball, doesn't make the right action, they're upset at him. If Onana takes longer than five seconds to pass, they're upset at him. Like you know what I mean. So it's, it's it's that kind of vibe right now. Yeah, so they're doing their singing, but I think none of the players at this current moment in time are covering themselves in glory. Like, usually, and I think we've mentioned on, on this pod and in the Patreons, like, even when the team's poor, there's always, like, one or two players in the team that you'll watch a game just to watch them do their thing. At this moment in the time, there's nobody I'm watching for that. Johnny Evans, ball is nice. You know, it's nostalgic. But he, he goes and pulls his ami. Harry Maguire mentality monster. Fair enough, I'll give you that. Um, but generally speaking, it, it hasn't been pretty. Um, let's talk about the the lineup and the and the performance. So uh, a Sunday we had Onana in goal. We had Diego Dallo and Sergio Regulo on the right and left back. Uh, back two pairing of Harry Maguire and Victor Lindelof. <laughs> Scott McTominay and uh, Christian Eriksen on our midfield two. Rashford on the right. Bruno uh, behind Hoyland and Garnacho on the left. So. Before we go into the performance, my first question, because I kind of get the logic and it depends on where I guess you sit with this. We're playing Rashford on the right, a position that he is like himself articulated that it's not his favourite. He struggles a bit to like understand the angles, etc. Um, and I get it. On one hand, he's our best attacker. So it makes sense to potentially play him out of his comfort zone and then let players who are worse than him play in positions where they're better 
Um, but then the other school of thought would be pay your best players in their best position, let them carry the team, carry the attack, and everybody else kind of just has to find their way around that player. Where, where do you guys stand on that before we get into the performance? I'll start with you, Seb. I think it's I think it's ludicrous. I think it's crazy. Like I think it's crazy that you have your best player out of position because he's he's because of how good he is. You're thinking, you know what? Like I'm trying to. I'm basically the manager's thought is I want to get as much attacking quality on the pitch at the same time as possible, right? But for me, in my opinion, Garnacho's 19. He's the one that you should be like, bro. Hey, listen, we need a right winger. You need to learn something. Right, he's the one that you should be trying to change into the right winger that you currently don't have. Right, like I think when players, especially that uh, when players are that young, like they should be playing a variety of positions, especially uh, attacking players, in my opinion, bro. And I think players do that throughout their academy anyway, they're always playing a variety of positions. So when it comes to you know, like that lineup for me, I just think it's just like poor. And it's it's like it's a, a, every manager kind of just goes through it, man. It's like, you know what, we just need to fling Rashford on a on a pit somewhere, but we need other quality or whatever, and we're just gonna freestyle it. But listen, like I, I and I and I think this is obviously I see the comments and I think this is like ah, bruv, like not even on a disrespectful way here, but I think you just have to play the game to understand that playing left wing and playing right wing are two different skill sets, especially if you're if you're right footed. Right, it's two different skill sets, and the way how you grow up playing the game will dictate, will dictate like how you play in the right wing position. So, for example, if I'm playing left wing, yeah, my whole reason, my whole thing is I want to cut in and shoot. Right, that is like what you'll be taught: get a yard, shoot. Um, and that was a, a big thing from Rashford is that he didn't go on the outside. That's something that he learned. When you're playing as a right wing, but you're used to cutting in and shoot, you're always still going to cut in, but you're cutting in on an unfavoured foot, right? So if you see Rashford, he always looks like he wants to go into the middle of the pitch. It's just natural. You want you want to go into the middle of the pitch because you want to get as central to go as possible so you can shoot. It's just like a psychological thing. It's why Henri either played up front or on the left. Like, players like that are just used to playing like that. Old school right wingers don't really exist. Pelostri is one, but they don't—they're just not in the game like that anymore. It's like a whole different skill set. So yeah, I don't know why people think oh you should just be able to play right wing. If I've not really played right wing all my life and I'm more of a left forward, it's a whole different position. Like so, yeah, I just don't get it. Cool, Reams. Where do you where do you stand with this kind of moving Rashford out to the right to accommodate uh, Garnacho? I think we did. We had a discussion about it in the group chat maybe before the season. I was like, I don't really get the idea of moving your 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 best player out of position to accommodate an inferior player. But um, I guess the idea behind it is that right now Rashford has a better skill set to play right wing than Garnacho does, so it's better to put Garnacho in a stronger position and Rashford in a position where he's going to contribute more than putting. Uh, Rashford in his best position and Garnacho in a position where he's not going to contribute anything. So I guess the idea is that if Rashford plays on the right wing, he's more likely to contribute something than Garnacho is. So you have two players on either wing that can contribute something, if that makes sense. Whereas if you played Rashford on the left and Garnacho on the right, it would only be one winger that would be contribute anything, contributing anything. I do get what Sebi's saying, though, in terms of like a young player like Garnacho that's still developing and growing as a player should be the one doing the work experience essentially like he should be like learning and developing and like if you know if you never get if he never plays him on the right wing he's never gonna be able to play there like you know what i mean 
Like when Rashford was 19, 20, he was, get, he was playing all over the place. When Martial was 19, 20, 21, he was playing him all over the place. But like Garnacho only really ever seems to play on the left wing. So yeah, that's I guess I guess I don't know. I guess that's a it's an awkward one like right now. Like I, I, I tweeted like we've gone through five different right wingers this season already. I think we've had Anthony, Bruno, Mason Mount, Palestri, and Rashford. Mm. Sancho, I'm sure I don't know. I can't remember when Sancho's first couple of cameos if he came on and played right wing as well before he fell out of the team. Right. That's probably six players that we've seen play on the right wing and he's not really been able to find like a solution that's really working. So I guess like Rashford is like that desperate last throw of the dice. Like, you know what I mean? Like, fuck it. Rashford makes something happen over there. I don't think he was that bad, to be honest. Honestly, I don't. Like, I, I feel like one thing you get from Rashford when he plays on the right wing is that his crossing is like top. Like, from the right wing, his ability to like whip crosses in, cut them back. Like, his crossing from the right wing has always been good. He's got like good assists from there. He created a um, opportunity for a Hoyland. Early in the game, that whole should have scored from crossing from the right wing, even though the the, the Lindelof goal came from him, like smashing mm. the goal over from the right wing. So I do feel like even though it's not a strongest position, he's probably I guess he's probably the only one really available that you could play on the right wing and still have that like dynamism, that outlet threat running in behind being being dangerous in transition and whatever. So you got an assist for Hoyland in the Champions League coming off the right wing as well. So I understand why Ten Hag has done it. Like it's like it's a it's 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 like one of them last roll of the dice kind of desperation kind of move. So I feel like against Copenhagen in the Champions League, that front three looked good. Um in this game, again, I felt like it was dangerous. I mean, as I said, Hoyland should have scored, Garnacho should have scored, and even in the second half, Rashford should have scored as well. So we're creating chances with this front three. It's just about it's just a there's just a lack of decisiveness right now around all the attackers at this at this club especially in the league. So, yeah, that's something that we have to rectify. I guess the main way to do that is just to create more chances. But even the chances we're creating right now, we don't seem to be putting away. Yeah, yeah. I think I was going to get onto the game, but you kind of summed it up pretty well there. A um, couple of players picked up injuries uh, in Ericsson and Hoyland, and neither of them are, are going to be playing for Denmark over this international period. So, we're hoping that the injuries aren't too bad. Um Seb, obviously you're on the main pod last week. You, you spoke on Hoyland. I was pretty much in agreement with um, what you said on the main pod since then. He's played a couple of games, scored um, a couple of goals against Copenhagen. Again, didn't get the back of the net against Luton, but missed a really good chance early on. Um, how, how are you feeling on, on, on our young striker uh, a week a week, a week week later? Still the same, like, how I've always felt. Like, my whole thing with Hoyland, again, and I think I said it on the main pod, is I don't care, like, about the goals. It's not the goals that I'm more so critiquing, right? I'm critiquing the fact that he's... It's poor squad planning and there's things that he's missing, but he should be missing them. It's like, I'm not I'm not killing him, like, for missing them, like, missing, like, key attributes, certain types of runs or whatever. These are just things that you just don't have only like really, really special players have them super early on. And this is things that you need to eventually go on and, and, and learn, right? So, you know, I think, you know, the, when you're playing in premiership football where the, the game is a bit more physical, um, the, the pace is a bit faster, you can, um, you know, and, it, and you get punished and chances are few and far between, I think it's like a good barometer of where he's at and where he's at, it's just he's just a young player, bro. And I think, and I, and I again said it in the chat. I think he'll be good at the end of twenty twenty four slash twenty twenty five, right? I think that's like where I can see 
him eventually starting to kick on. I'm not expecting anything of him. I'm more just critiquing the squad planning. He's just like, you know, the vessel that I used to critique the squad planning for, but it's more so this is a poor signing. It's not poor signing, but it's like a poor squad manager. If you sign him, you sign a senior striker and you kind of, you you bed him into the game slowly but surely. When defenders are a bit more tired, you you bring him on into the into the prem where he can he can you know uh, you can, he can he can show a bit of his PMP or whatever. Um, and he's what got a hamstring injury now, right? Yeah, bro. Like you know, <laughs> bro. Like the prem is not is not a joke, bro. The prem is the prem is definitely not a joke. So got a hamstring injury. Um, and he will be out for probably a minimum of two weeks now. Um, and that means, you know, somebody's going to have to start up front um, when the international break is done. And that just goes into, again, poor squad plan. You've got this young 19-year-old playing in the, the most physical league uh, in the world, and he's just thrown in, you know, straight <laughs> into, you know, the, 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 the end that's not shallow, you know. And then, um, yeah, bro, expecting him to, to, to float. Fair, fair. This you obviously you caught the game on Saturday against uh, Luton. Uh, what were your thoughts on the overall performance of the team? It's interesting because like now I'm reading the detail like the amount of chances that we had. It's not a terrible amount, but the performance is still very disjointed. If that makes sense, like you, there was a decent amount of chances, but again, you're still playing one of the worst teams in the league at home. Um, creating that amount of chances should be the bare minimum. We probably should create even more. And I agree that there's been an overall lack of decisiveness from our attackers. But then again, I think we don't create mad, mad amounts of chances um, because we we haven't got the midfield balance right. So watching the game, just seeing destroyed, and I just kind of felt like Luton always had a chance. Like even when Chong came on, um, he started to cause a bit of problems, and then the boys were kind of struggling with that. So I wasn't. It wasn't an impressive performance. Um, if you ask how many players played well outside a couple of defenders, it's, it's very difficult to ascertain other people played well. Um, only God knows how many passes Tommy completed might be less than his age. Um, it's it's just a bit of it's just a bit of a mess. You, you see what I'm saying? And then even watching that game, I was just like, hold on a minute, like where's Mason out? And this is not even on a victory lap team. Because the, but a, little talk, bit of a, a little bit of a victory lap. No, no, no. I'm, trust me, you, you, you don't, you don't. I don't need any invitation to go on the victory lap. I go on them unprovoked. Yeah, <laughs> but the, I just don't understand why he's not playing. Because mm. don't get me wrong, I wasn't a fan of the signing. I know a few of us wasn't, but like he can definitely play on the right. I don't think he's great on the right. I think he's better on the left. But it will make more sense to have him on the right. He could kind of come in fields. Kind of players like almost like a second ten, for example, and then you have Rafa on the left. He bring and I thought his cameo. I'm not sure if it was his cameo in midweek or on Saturday that I got confused with, uh, but like he brings energy to the team. He can somewhat dribble. He's got a touch. Like he can run. Yeah, he actually run, which is a, a rarity in the team. I just don't understand why ETH isn't using him. I don't understand why ETH isn't playing Rafa Varane. It, it was it was good on Saturday when he came on. Still, you can't, yeah, he was. Good. He was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, like he, he was good. I think I think I gave him a seven in my match rated. Like I actually, I was just win the ball up high, turning, making things happen. Like he was playing at a Premier League top six speed. If that makes sense. And uh, most of our players don't play at that speed. Do you get what I'm saying? 
So that's kind of concerning to me because how are you mudded before before December? Because like man's already mudded, cost cost us a good 60m in a window where we hardly had that much money to spend, and he was the last year of his deal. And we can't say this is a club silent. It was very obvious from all the briefings that ETH was very, very adamant that we grabbed him. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. So for you to now not play him for certain issues, which is which was pretty obvious if you've ever watched Mason Mount and you've ever watched our team, just kind of doesn't make sense to me. Amrabat, eight million loan. Man's not even playing. Man's, Varane's not even playing. Why is Varane not playing? It's not like Varane's played badly either. Like, Varane's, I think Varane's one of our best I players. I think they've got beef. That's what they, I think they're saying that they've got beef. That's okay. like the, the word on the street. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how to say that. That's the only thing that makes sense. It's the only thing that makes sense. Because Varane's... But also, Varane's sorry, if they've got beef, that's a big issue, by the way. We say that's another player. If they've got beef, that's a big issue. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If they got beef, that's like something that yeah, that's a big issue. Of course, and it's the mm. only thing that makes rational sense because he's not even playing ahead of Johnny Evans. <laughs> like mm. at the start of the season, our depth chart was probably Lissandra and Varane one one A one B, then Lindenoff, then Shaw, then Maguire. Maybe even Evans was above Maguire potentially. Now Maguire and Evans are living off above Varane in the depth chart. That don't make no sense. Do you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, it's just... And also, I agree with everything the boys said about not playing your best player in his best position. Um, I know he hasn't been great this year. I think he's been pretty horrid this year. Or Some of that's contextual. Some of that is on, on him. But, yeah, man, it's just depressing to watch us play, man. I'm just watching us because I have to talk about us on Mugger. Otherwise, I'll rather do something, rather do something else. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg... This is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah, I was hoping for a game where they're poor and like we fill our boots. Like Rashford gets a couple, Hoyland gets one or two. Um, we win really comfortable, get back to a positive goal difference. We're still at minus three, by the way. Get <laughs> back to a positive goal difference. But again, like we miss that early Hoyland chance. And I feel like some games recently we've like started really quickly. But if we don't score like within 20 minutes or so, like everybody starts to get tense. And then it slows down, the opposition get back into the game, and then you're tussling. Then you're tussling for 70 minutes. And you may get a goal, you may not get a goal, but I don't think the confidence is there in the team either. Like, Mount was really good when he came on. Why is McTominay playing ahead of... Like, he's there just to maybe get on the end of stuff. Like, that's what he does in 90 minutes. Maybe get a header, maybe, like, make a third man run and make get a shot or something, or tap it in from a corner... But all the play, the rest of the game, he's he's non-existent. Doesn't help you keep the ball, doesn't create chances, doesn't protect your back four. So actually, the rest of the game, it almost feels like you've got a man down because he's he's not really present. And despite his goal for it, for me, it doesn't make any sense not having purely a better footballer Mason Mount on the pitch instead of McTominay, regardless of what I think of Mason Mount personally. So Ten Hag's now at the stage where I just don't really understand the decisions he's making. Um and I don't really know what we're... Are we waiting for, like, the... The, short... the, the smart, articulate people on Twitter told me that McTominay is a functional midfield player, so every coach uses him because he's great and he helps them win games and they definitely don't get fired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
it's um yeah the fan base has a fascinating um relationship with him i know seb you're a big fan obviously you and Aka have really like flown that flag for a while i just i just don't get it there's like literally no reprieve in this team it's like so to be honest the reprieve is this international break um and the only sad thing is that after this break there's no break again until march um so we're waiting for the shores to come back which i understand is like end of this month start of next month lissandro is in the new year um, but until you have those better players playing for the team, I don't think we're going to see anything change particularly. Is there any of you who has holds out any hope of a change in fortune in the in the short term? It's a myth. I, d- I don't even I don't even watch the games. Like this is saying he has to he watches the games because you have to go on Mugger. I'm not even watching the games. Like I, I like Luton didn't make an effort to watch, even though it was a three pm kickoff. I was watching the Copenhagen game as soon as Rashford, like as I was saying before we jumped on, it's literally as soon as I saw the red card, I was looking for the remote. To, I, I was looking for the remote to switch it off, and then I saw the fucking pen, which I was annoyed about because I knew it was going to lose. I just didn't want to see it, and then fucking finally found the remote after the pen went in, and then fucking um, yeah, went to bed. I don't watch. I don't watch us anymore. Like I, the, the thing is as well is like that people like obviously. So, like it's good from all the big social media accounts in it like they put in our uh, united you know six and all this other shit or whatever yeah because what they want to do is build united to kind of break them back down like that's basically the the vibe right because we we get the most clips our fans are the most engaged or whatever and it's going to build their social media platform but you know we uh, you know as i think this you might have quote tweeted we're all from three when we we played the big six. We've had a relatively easy run. The team in the last five games or six games that were, um, you know, that had any heartbeat, we got spanked by them, right? So, yeah, I, I don't know where, the, I don't know why people watch this. I don't know, you know, where the positive outlook on Twitter is coming from. I just think... Um, I guess the only yeah. Is that other than the Crystal Palace game, we've beaten all the teams this season that we should have beaten. Like we beat Wolves, we beat Not Forest. Which that is a, that's a positive. That's a positive. But I feel like we was lucky in all of those games. So that's that's not. It's not a positive in terms of we're a good team. It's a positive in terms of we picked yeah. up. Those teams, so we're not like the season's not cooked. Like we've lost to Tottenham, Arsenal, Man City, uh, Brighton. And obviously the Crystal Palace game that right. we should have lost, but like those four, those other four losses, at this point in time, those teams like Brighton, Brighton's score have kind of fallen off since then. But the other three teams definitely are better than we are. Right. So, yeah. I, I guess the only sliver of hope is that hopefully we can stay beating the teams below us until we get to January and see see if we can regroup. That's that's that's, that's my last bit of copium. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't blame you. Like we've got Everton away next. Then we might you... I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, Everton got... season off mad, but like in recent weeks. Yeah, bro, Calvin just just banged out of there as well. He's he's ready. Yeah, that that is what that does, man. He's got yeah, the they're, they're ready for us. Got a bald head, full beard, looking like Action Bronson about to wrap him up. Four, 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 two. The core is about to run riot. Calvert Lewin, back post, or Wambisaka. Yeah, it's long, man. Nothing, nothing heavy. Cool. So we got Everton. We got Everton away. Then Newcastle away. Then Chelsea at home. Then Bournemouth mm. at home. 
then Liverpool away. Jesus Christ. Yeah, man. We're, we're going to be back here in about three, four weeks' time saying, yeah, man. <laughs> we're we're going to be rattled in three, four weeks' time, bro. Oh, my God. If we're not rattled now, by the time we get to December, huh, fucking hell, we're, we're going to be ending. Yeah, then you, you, you tuck in an away game against Galatasaray and a home game against Bayern Munich into that into that mix. Um, so we'll be, we'll be out of the chat. I just want to, I just want to finish bottom of the group. Get Europa now. No fucking way. No fucking way. This team had not played too many games. Finish bottom of the group. Get out of this fucking Europe team and try to get into the top four or whatever you're doing, bruv. Like, do not do n- by. There's there's no way where we should be fighting for Europa, bro, because. You know, once them them games start to kick in, do you trust the team to get top four? Though isn't Europa the almost like the the opposite? Nah, it's not. Europa is definitely not, man. We've seen as well in Europe, man. Them European teams have been chefing us for the last few years. That is, that is, you know, we always say that every year. Isn't Europa the one? Europa ain't the one, bro. We're not good enough. Europa is not the one. We're always thinking, oh, yeah, isn't Europa the way that we can get this? Not, right? We're getting chefed by Sevilla, Sevilla same way. <laughs> same way, Sevilla going to bust us in the corner. I swear we've been chefed by Sevilla twice. Who are Villarreal, yeah. Villarreal. Hey, any Spanish team, bro. If we buck yeah, them, true. then it's gonna chef us, man. Yeah, so let's uh, uh, RB let's uh, Leipzig chef us as well. So yeah, bro. We, what we need to do is just just call it quits. Get back into Europe somehow, into Champions League somehow for next season, and let's regroup, man. Um, with you know, with, you know, with my boys. That's crap. It reminds me of that season um, where Liverpool, I think the year after they finished second, um, mm. and they like maybe they lost their like first couple of group games in the Champions League, and then they started resting players in the Champions League to win league games to get into the Champions League. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's what we've got to do. That is what we've got to do, bro. That is the smart thing. Yeah. We don't want that. We don't want those extra games. I'm telling you. Bro, away to away when we're going to Uzbekistan, bro, and people are picking up injuries and that. I ain't got time for that, man. Like this team's already cooked injuries wise, right? So then you're gonna add fucking forty-four million miles to go to Uzbekistan one day. What about, you, what about the young gunners? Nah, man, fuck them. Nah, fuck the young gunners as well, man. I ain't got time for that. <sighs> God, bring, yeah. bring all the guys from Nice, man. I'm ready. Couple, let's let's quickly talk about that four three loss to Copenhagen. Um, it Sorry. felt a bit like the game against Galatasaray, where like you kind of look back and it's like, did we really need to lose that? Like we kind of just contrived to do everything within our own power to make the errors that handed the opposition the opportunity to beat us, and it felt it felt like that all over again. Obviously, the goal that um they they scored was a well taken finish from Bargi, but. It was so naive once we went three two up, man. I I really struggle when I watch this team at times, man. Do any of you guys think we've got a chance of getting out of that group? Do you know what? Look, um, well, listen, Galatasaray aren't very good in it, like so. We we we're, we're better than Galatasaray. We have a chance to beat them, obviously. But, bro, we lost to Galatasaray. We lost to Copenhagen. In the last two games, we've gone down to ten men in each game. We've given away penalties in each game. Like, 
there's just too many individual. Even even saying like we're better than another team doesn't really matter at the moment because there's so many individual errors. So like, if you go to Galatasaray and win like three 0 comfortably, like you, we can't say like, wow, that was an amazing performance. Like we should beat Galatasaray. They're really not good. But boy, how things have gone right now. We there's like I feel like in the Premier League, like we've won seven games and like you can say like we were lucky to win all of them, and like. In, in the Champions League, we've lost three games and they're like, bro, like, we was, like, unlucky in all of these games. So, like, the luck we're getting in the in the Premier League isn't translating to the Champions League right now. So, maybe we're just cooked this season. But, like, bro, like, if we beat Galatasaray, that puts us on, what, six points? The likelihood is Bayern will beat Copenhagen. That will leave them on, what, four points. So, that will put a second in the group. Um, Go to Bayern. Um... And bank come to us. They'll have nothing to play for by then. They've, they've already won the group. Right. They should be resting players, really. Maybe, but maybe they just might want to be dickheads and just like, yeah, we're going to send a message. We're going to pump Man United at Old Trafford just to let man know like we're serious this season or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, that will leave us on four, six points. Uh, that'll leave Galatasaray on four points and Copenhagen on four points. So if one of them win, I'll put them on seven points. So we'll need. Maybe we need we need we need to be Copenhagen, man. We needed to be Copenhagen. If we beat Copenhagen, we would have been we would have been calm, but yeah, yeah or like yeah, like the, our margin for error is gone now, really. So we can still go through, but, but we have to be yeah, have to be perfect, which we haven't been up until now. And I'm with Seb. I could really could be asked with the Europa League, to be honest with you guys. Um, I'd rather we just do the right. Yeah, we're not gonna go through. Just send us, just send us home, man. Like right, literally. Literally, just send us home. Liverpool are in it, so they're going to win it anyway. So we might as well just focus on the league and trying to finish as high as we possibly can. But I know our luck. We're not going to get out of the group, and we're going to get Europa, and we're going to get a team that's far away. Um, and then Thursday, Sunday, ball will be back, man. That's the kind of season we're having, lads. Cool. Um, Disu, I don't know how plugged in you are on this, but everything I'm reading everywhere is that Sir Jim Radcliffe is... Uh, Coming in this week, um, he's going to take over football operations, and that will be that. Um, is there any truth in these rumors, sir? Um, I know Ornstein um, reported it, so I'll have I'll like to believe that that um, that deal is close to being made like official. Mm. Um, but I'm not gonna lie. Every time I see Sir Jim, I just scroll past when I'm just demoralized, fam. Demoralized, bro. They like after Sheikh Jassim left, they massacred my boy. They massacred my boy. No new stadium, no new facilities, no full removal of the Glazers. Yeah. Like, it's just, ah, uh, mate. The energy is different, man. You're breathing different. Bro, I've, I've lost that. That was it's, my last hope. Busy. You're breathing different, fam. That was my yeah. last hope, you know. Because I was thinking, yeah, the Qatari was going to come in, get rid of the whole footballing operation. Bring in some new Donnies. Certain man will go out with a couple lashes. Do you know what I'm saying? Bring some discipline <laughs> yeah, to the that's squad. What, that's what they're saying. Is look like it's going to happen on the Sir Jim, though. I guess it, it's worked out perfect for the Glazers because they make a little bit of bread off of the 25% that Sir Jim is buying and he's right. taking over the football operation. So they won't get the blame for that anymore. And they still... Bro, off it's, of, the, it's the deal. It's an amazing deal for them when you think about it. Because they still get to eat off Man United. They've got like a nice little drink. And if they do sell any further segments, they've already set a barometer that 25% is worth one point something billion pounds. Do you get what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, I'm still surprised that this deal is fully going through. 
I thought the shareholders were going to revolt because they turned down amazing, amazing premiums from um, from the Qataris. But yeah, man, um, hopefully um, Jim Bob um, can bring in some proper um, football dons to kind of run the show because, like, we we don't we've been very lacking in that department. And if he sacks ETH on arrival, then I might be able to give him a blessing. But if he ain't gonna why, do that, why would he do that? Because he needs to go. Because yeah, but why? He, he stinks. <laughs> okay, but okay, no, so- I don't think you know. You two have been on the pod for a while, so I've been waiting for this clash a little bit. Okay, um, but you, you sack him. You spend fifteen million to sack him. How yeah. much? Like 50, 15 million. 15 or 5 0? Five, 1 5. 1 5. Hmm. Hey, so Jim has a hold on, you know. <laughs> See, I don't think the first thing he's going to do is spend 15 million pounds. No, no. I know. I know for a fact he's not doing that at all. I don't I, I don't think ETH is going until. A, he will get the season. 100% he will get the season. Yeah, 100%. And even maybe next season. Um, I don't know, but I'm saying me personally, that is that is my dream. Like that's my dream. I, I'm sick of this. I'm sick of this, bro. Every man, every manager that ends up in this position when they're playing the tryhards, they're just trying not to get beat. The football's tepid. Just go, just go. <laughs> we'll find another one. We'll try again. If he stinks, he can go too. Do you get what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying, man. And next time, if we go down the hipster route, could we get a proper hipster? Not a fake ass hipster that started going shortish the other day. Oh, well, I shop in urban outfits. I want a real hipster. But you know this thing you need to get is when you start fighting for your life, you stop being a hipster. You stop wearing the flary trousers <laughs> and you're coming in with a three-piece fucking suit because you want your boss to think you're serious about your job. So it's that's not why, and that's why I need a man this. like I need a man that's com- like who will die in these convictions, bro. Nobody like, will. Nobody will, brother. That's what you have to understand. Nobody will at this level with this the paycheck's too big. Not just the paycheck, the spectacle, Manchester United, the platform. You fell here, you gotta go back and be, build again. You gotta okay, go, anyway. To be funny, if you're already flopping anyway, you shouldn't be here anyway. So I don't care. Either die your sword, don't die your sword. If you're flopping, get out of here. Cause how about that? <laughs> how about that? How about that? I'm seeing McTominay, bro. McTominay and Maguire, they can't be defeated, cuz. Brother, the thing about Maguire, though, is he's doing this thing. No, no. Maguire, he's not, man. he can have that. He's not. No, he's no, not. no, 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 no. Maguire... You're not letting the PR get to you. He's not. I'm watching him closely, yeah, defensive, bro. Defensive actions are still not particularly I'm good. I'm looking at him, bro. Nah, nah, I'm nah, looking nah, at him, bro. I've got, my, I've got my eye on Maguire, bro. I'm watching you look, him. Don't do this again. I'm sorry, bro. Nah, I'm looking at Maguire, and I'm like, you're still fucking slow on the ball. But and all the teams that we fucking played against have not troubled him. And any team that we have played against that's troubled him, we've lost. We've got pinned. Like, I, I, he's coming at the right time. It's so crazy. He's coming at the right time. And people are trying to link that good form to him. I'm watching him still be slow. He's still being fucking slow on the ball. I'm still watching him get pammed. I'm still watching him wrestle. As he's wrestling, he's wrestling guys. Yeah, he's, hey, I'm it's, not gonna lie. He, he, he yeah, pen for Copenhagen. He's the pen for Copenhagen, even though it was a pen, it come from him trying to wrestle, brother. It's not WWE, bro. He's he's trying to grab my man. I think he's Baptista, you know. 
Bro, man's <laughs> thinks he's doing Brazilian jiu-jitsu. It was nonsense pen, but the reason why he's in that situation is because you're trying to grab man up. Just trying to grab man up, man. Fine, bro. I'm sorry, it's a physical sport, bro. Like man are wrestling, bro. Yeah, but there's a way you can do it, bro. Man's really trying to just like when you're trying to get Nelson, you can't try to do trying to do full Nelson, bro. Nah, man, he's doing too much. He's too, he's too how can you not use your arms when you're trying to like gain a no. position with someone? No, like, no, go, no, look I, at, I, go, go look at what he's done again. You'll see. It's not. It's it's, it's too aggressive, bro. You're, you're doing too much. Saying, I, don't, I don't mind. Him nah, being too aggressive than whatever fuck Lindelof does, bro. I'm sorry. Nah. Oh no, no, no. Lindelof. 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 Let me control myself. Put this in the airways. Yeah. Lindelof. Lindelof is a lot of just so interesting, <laughs> Lindelof will go somewhere like Ajax, yeah, where there's zero PMP and absolutely ball out. And Faz will say, Look, we should have sold Lindelof. That nah, he goes. needs to go. I think it's too late for all that now. I think we've seen enough of Lindelof for fans. Uh, I feel like if there's, there's like, like, look at Chris Smalling, for example, yeah, right? Like, we've seen so much Chris Smalling. Chris Smalling went to Roma and bored out, like, he's been quality at Roma, and, like, no one's, that, Mike. and no one's, and no one's thinking, Yeah, we should bring back Chris Smalling because fans have like seen enough. To know right. that this morning was here, like even if, even even if he's better than like he's remembered for, like they're not giving mm-hmm. him no none of that. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. So we yeah. saying so, like, you're not trying to hear no positive Harry Maguire. Not trying to hear no positive Harry. I'm not gonna lie, he's got one of the best Insta pictures I've ever seen. Played his way back into the team, so like that's it, innit? He made he's made his way back into the team because Ten Hag keeps beefing the superstars, and I need to understand like what's like but is Ten Hag like that, is he insecure? Something Lindelof, Lindelof is now on the bench, and Lindelof was starting before. No, but I'm saying with Varane, like that's Hold like on. that's Johnny Evans replaced Varane. Varane isn't okay. just playing because of Maguire. He, he lost his place to Johnny Evans. Mm, that's and a massive. And the reason he lost his place to Johnny Evans is because Johnny Evans is better on the ball, and we've lost Shaw, we've lost Martinez. Our progression from the back has been terrible. No, so, I think he, he, I think, he, I think he lost his place because they had beef. Like, I wait, think wait, they, hey, what Reeves? But doesn't Evans play on the left hand side? He does, yeah. But doesn't Varane play on the right hand side usually? That's what I'm saying. So, yeah, but, but when, but when Varane and Lindelof, when Varane and Maguire play together, Varane, um, Maguire plays on the left. Oh, when, Lind- okay. when, Lind- when Lindelof and Varane play together, Lindelof plays on the left. You know what I mean? I've seen Varane play, play either centre-back role for either, either way, bruv, like, Ten Hag out, fucking Maguire out, all of these guys out. The, the Matomedy was making me sick because man are trying to use... Tact- See the tactical thing, yeah? When did this thing start when man start talking like nobody in football ever talks like? See, Gen listen, Z, man. Gen listen, Z. A thread of why McTominay still plays. Yeah. Highly it's functioning. He's not meant to be on the ball. He's meant to be in the vertical areas. Bro, Jersey have fucked up the game, man. They're trying to do Bam. too much. Bro, there's no vertical areas, bro. Even me that loves McTom knows that he should be playing last five minutes. Like that is that's that's where like I think he should be playing last five minutes. If anything, like that, yeah, that's his that's his role, man. Like to, to start to to start him alone. Means that you need to like you need to go like if you're starting McTominay after you purchase Mason Mount for sixty million, yeah, you need to. You need we've to had so him. many different midfield combinations, you know. I wonder. I want to know how many different midfield Combination. combinations we've had. Hey, Especially... not gonna lie, I'm not gonna lie. Fred's our best midfielder in the last two years. <laughs> hey, Fred, 
Federico, Federico is our last, is our best midfielder in the last two years, and we shipped him out. And yeah, I'm like, guys, 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 breaking news here from yeah. Andy Mitten of the Talk of the Devils oh, Athletic Podcast. What's going on? Christian Eriksen knee injury out for about a month. Try. Uh, Another one bites the dust. Rasmus <laughs> Hoyland muscle strain. Um, they'll say he'll be back before the end of November. So, uh, the next international break, this, the, the 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 league season kicks back off. I believe on the twenty fifth of November. So, right. so he, might, he should be back for that. He should be back for that. But the Christian Eriksen thing is Pete because he's our only midfielder who can pass the ball. Yeah. <laughs> bro, literally, bro. Hey, 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 can we talk about Amrabat, please? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's, 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 let us let but we brought him around the mandem and he's significantly worse than Hoiberg. My man, and any sort of pressure, have you ever seen a man play golf here when the ball's in a bunker? They have to get the wedge to scoop it out of the sand. That's how man hits his diags. Best scoop motion comes. The ball comes down with bare snow. When we was linked with Amrabat all summer, like everyone was like, yeah, let's bring him in, let's bring him in, let's bring him in, right? And I was like, I, I agreed. I was like, yeah, let's let's bring him in. Like he's a, He's got a profile that can help us, right? And then when it looked like we weren't going to get him and we was linked with Hoiberg, and I was like, yeah, like, let's bring Hoiberg in. Everyone was on me, like, yo, like, why the hell do you want Hoiberg? And I'm like, hang on a second. Hmm. All summer, man have been telling me they want Amrabat, but they're turning their nose up at, at Hoiberg, like, <laughs> what the fuck is up with that? Hey, forgive us, brother. So, so, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes um, the Shisha Lounge in West London feels better than Shisha Lounge in North London, you see? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but anyway, nah, hey, nobody, hey, our midfield, yeah, Oh, I can't. I can't. You paid eight million for my man on loan, you know, bro. Uh, do, do you know? Do, but do you know what? Yeah, I feel like Ten Hag was pushing heavy for Amrabat, and um, you know, remember the reports that came out saying the recruitment team weren't on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn it. Yeah. United, United recruitment team, low key. The thing is, yeah, of our recruitment team, it's not that they're incompetent. Nobody listens to them. So yeah, yeah. That man are going scouting hella. Hey yo, Alvarez. Yo, this player and oh, our boys like, yeah, swear down. Anyway, Mason Mount, we telling me like this is what's happened, and then we, the we, so we can identify the players. Is that the decision makers just That's routinely really go against the conventional wisdom? John Murta, all of those guys definitely go against conventional wisdom, bro. All of those guys, like as the manager, John Murta, like when all these players are identified and sent to them. Their man are like, yeah, no. Um, yeah, how about these guys? Like, how about the British guy, right? Um, or the big, the big fucking fuck off signing. So, yeah, man. I'm, I'm about, I ain't gonna lie, it's truly disappointed me. Gas me up with that uh, Declan Rice comp thing when they're my world. In the conversation, he legitimately was the best player on the pitch tonight. Yeah, yeah, he did hoops. So, what is going on here? Like, so, why are they So, what is going on here? I actually don't think Amrabat's a bad player. I reckon if Amrabat, if Amrabat got like a run of five games next to like a Kobe Manu, he'd probably look, he'd, he'd look fine. So I need to see but it. Like, like, I don't know what's like, going like, on. Like, the issue is, I feel like people were confused about what type of player we were getting. 
Like I, bro. I don't know if they built up this what, idea. What, what, what is he? What is and he? I was try, and I was trying to like, I was trying to like, tam, I, was, I was basically trying to say, yo, man, them like this player that we're getting is a solid like number six. Like he's not like top top level. Like he's just a good solid steady number six. He doesn't hide from the ball. But do you know? But do you know what? I, do you know? What I think has lost Amrabat his place in the team. I think, like, I think he's, I think he plays too deep sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, he, like, he proper drops in between like the centre backs and I like, get on the ball. Yeah, like, he, yeah, he, he thinks where where Ollis Hoop into. Yeah, yeah, and like, right here. Ten Hag wants him to play like that. <laughs> like, Ten Hag likes when guys are like high up the pitch to like receive it in like more like forward areas and like man's dropping, man's trying to split the defense in between Johnny Evans and them man like well Barcelona or something like that. <laughs> and like Johnny <laughs> Evans is like, yo. <laughs> so I think I don't know I think it's just not like clicked yet but the, the, the one thing that's annoyed me kind of with Amrabat is like he's not turning on the ball and that's one thing like when I watched him like at Fiorentina and even for like Morocco like he always was like receiving the ball on, on the turn like he was good at like turning out of trouble and stuff like that but now he's receiving the ball that's back to goal and like if he even feels like a slightest bit of pressure he's just pumping it right back to the centre-backs yeah or he just does this, or he just does this panic like from like the left hand side, just this kind of aimless ball to the right hand side with nah. I I don't like I feel like DM is not the most complicated role. I don't yeah. doesn't mean you can't don't have to be a good player to play it. You just have to be you have to be very smart, you have to be a high level of concentration and discipline. But you don't have to do like amazing things, fam. Do you get what I'm saying? Like you just have to like defensively do your work and then on the ball be decisive and fast with it, whether you're giving it five yards. Just make sure your part. I need my pass accuracy to be high for a DM, unless you're like a Pirlo or Javier Alonso. That's okay. That's a different. That's a different conversation. So I don't mind if you're in the 80s, low 80s, 70s, because your passes are dangerous. But I'm about to not the type of player from what I've seen. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to need you to be consistent on the ball, quick, turn out. Don't be scared because we need, like, when like I don't think you understand that like, this is high level football. So every time you dilly dally, you're shutting up spaces. You know what I'm saying? And that's what a lot of our players do. And that's why a lot of our games, we see we're just ambling from Maguire to Evans to Lindenoff to Dallow. And we can't really get things cracking because the players take too long on the ball. Or when they do get the ball, they either turn it over or they don't turn and then drive towards goal or pass towards goal. So, yeah, man. I don't know. Do, do you feel like Amrabat? He's, he's only been a few games. He needs a run of games. I'll be interested to see him with other competent midfielders. Like, maybe play like a, a Mano Amrabat, I don't know, Mount slash Hannibal midfield. Like, I want to see a midfield with everybody who can run. Do you know what I'm saying? But obviously, we know Bruno has to play. So, it's been nuts. <sighs> what is it about coming to this club and players as, like, the monsters in Space Jam? Like, players who have otherwise been competent, talented footballers forget how to play football. It's, uh, it's baffling, and it's been the majority of the last 10 years for me, man. So... Yeah, I haven't really got much more to add. Like, I think when it gets to this stage when Ten Hag is playing these players for, for the wind, the managers rarely last much longer. So, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. But I don't hold out any any hope for the lad, to be honest. Let's finish up with some listeners' questions. Um, first one is from Broke Friend Dev. Um, when Shaw gets back, do you see him playing as left centre-back or slotting in at left-back? Good question, actually. When, when, when who, sorry, sure. Yeah. Uh, God knows what, what state will he be in when he comes back, bro. Fluffy. He's going to be fucked, bro. Like, I don't know. 
I, I think he's gonna be fucked. Like how many? Like he's been out for ages, bro. So he might not even play. Like who knows, bro? Most likely, he'll, he'll be playing at left back. I think more than likely because we don't we like. We haven't really had a left back this season. Like Regalon is or like Regalon has come in as like an emergency, but he, even he missed a bunch of games. Like when Wambasaka came back, Dallow was playing left back, so Ten Hag obviously doesn't have the most of faith in Regalon. You know what I mean? So I think more, more than likely he'd be playing left back. Actually, yeah, I, I might have to. The whole Varan thing has kind of made things a bit awkward, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because I just realized that you man are saying Varane is beefing with Ten Hag, so maybe like he's on his way out. Mm. I, I still think more than likely, like we have enough, like we have Maguire, we have Varane, we have Lindelof. So like that's three senior centre backs, and like we have one senior left back right now in Regulon. So I think more than likely he'll be playing left back. Yeah, cool. All right, I'm not sure if you guys know this. I'm not actually hundred percent sure. Aboladi, who are we expecting back after the international break? Is sure back after international break? I, I I think that was the the plan. Okay. Is anyone else back after international break? Ahmad is back in on grass, so I feel like over the international break he should get back into like team training. But even when he's back in team training, it might be another like couple match days or so before he finds himself back in the actual like squad. Like you know what I mean? Right. He must can get minutes surely. But bro, because as I said, no one has held down the right wing, so like surely you know, like, can get a, a chance, man. We but it's worth a try, like play Rashford on the right wing. <laughs> like, come on. Anthony's flattered to deceive. Palestri's not it. Do you know what? Yeah, one thing I will say about Ten Hag is that like we complain I complained a, a lot last season that he wouldn't drop Anthony because that was his big signing and Ray Tate, but I feel like this season he's kinda <laughs> Oh yeah, he knows his shit. He yeah, knows he's, done, he's done over that. He knows his shit. He, he's been linked away. He's been linked away. Trying to play anyone right with. He knows he's cooked. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need, I need investigation. He might bring back number eleven. I'm being real. Like, is that bad? Oh, I've been seeing little little things in the media. Little. I saw Paul Mitchell went to go go check him out or whatever. Apparently, he was impressed. Like, yeah, bro, the soft the soft launch is a little bit. You didn't see that? Yeah, he was trending on Twitter the other day. Gatafe are waxing lyrical, but they ain't seen a player like that in their history, to be honest. So. I don't know how much you can take from that, but he, he, he might be their current all-time top goal star, bro. I don't know. <laughs> Listen, you made a whole Twitter account dedicated to him, bro. So it's crazy. They, they said, "Sir Jim, trying to find out how the hell did we waste one point four billion?" So Sir Jim, come and mug up, bro. We'll tell you for free, bro. bro we. <laughs> We'll get. We'll give you incremental breakdown. Well, I've got a PNL. I've got a PNL right now, ready to load that PNL up right now on how he spent one point four billion, bro. Hey, fam, how the hell did you guys raise one point four of the of the king? Man's about to wire the funds, yeah. My escrow. I was going for the documents. So wait, hold on, wait. What point four billion on transfers? Hey, where's that? Where is that? Where is that? I don't see it anywhere, cuz. 
Yes, it's it's, it's insane. You know, you know that was when you go to buy a house, yeah, and, then, and then and then the person who owns the house said, "Yeah, we spent eighty k on renovations." And you're looking, you say, "Raw, like everything's broken down because there's no microwaves, <laughs> the walls are falling out, bro." I'm saying, "How can we cook one point four billion, and this is the worst Man United squad of all time?" That is bro. our bet. Our best players an academy player. Yeah. Fuck off, man. Fuck it's off, like man. it's cra- it's it's crazy. So we were paying <laughs> over the odds for players. Yeah, in terms of either how much they were worth or even buying players who weren't good enough at all, and then selling players for next to nothing. It's it's like do the like it doesn't take a fucking genius. You're overpaying for dross and you're selling what you've got for nothing. What ends up happening? You run out of money. Bruv, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. They're, 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 it, like, if day one, they're saying that day one is uh, of these man is coming like in the next few days or in the next week or so. Day one, if I don't see John Myrtle with the green hire me thing on LinkedIn, then bruv, <laughs> like, if I, if I, if I see open to work, open to work, if I'm not seeing open to work on John Myrtle's LinkedIn, then there's a problem. I need. I need to call shape Jasim and I need 10 trillion lashes as well. So if you need <laughs> shake, if you want to come through and get a young 5% of my United, uh, cool, last technique. Let's we need technique for Let's get the lashes. You know what's crazy? That open to work thing is begging it, fam. Bro. He begging Bro. it. How you open to work? <laughs> open to work what is in space. Like anyone, yeah. give me a job. What the yeah, hell? Yeah. I say, hey, hey, anything. hey! I know. Hey, DDG needs to put that feature on because it's looking kind of spooky <laughs> for the replay. He's for throwing. DDG. He's throwing. Um, he's throwing shade. Like, oh, is your why? Because you why is he still in Manchester? Bro, get the fuck out, man. Yo, he's, he's, aura, he's, he's aura is fucking up the team, man. This guy, man. <laughs> what happened? He wanted to leave to go back to go live with eternity or whatever his girlfriend's called, man. Go yeah, live with yeah. your chick and your kid, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. He's hanging about, hanging around the lads, man. Hopefully, that he's hoping that Alana him and back. Bruno and that them man playing games to 1 p.m. and that uh, what, what yeah. a.m. in the night, bro. The jokers, oh, yeah. All right, next one from Theo Muhia. Would United still be in crisis if, if we had everyone healthy? Seeing we're only seven points off the lead, oh, with what man. has been advertised as our worst lead start in decades, and with close to nineteen squad members getting injured this season, does anyone think? I, I, I don't like. I don't like that only certain amount of points off thing, because yeah. we've only played twelve games and already seven points behind. So if you extrapolate that out, that's like twenty-one points <laughs> across the season. Do you get what I'm saying? And there's, so and there's points, five teams above us. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, so no, um, definitely the injuries have made a big difference because it's changed the way we could play. So if we have Shaw and Martinez, we can actually play out from the back without them both. We can't play out from the back, mm. you see what I'm saying? That's changed a lot. But outside that, I think there's, I think they're the only real key injuries that really harmed us. Really, I can't think of any other injury that's really damaged us to that extent. Agreed, unless Agreed. you don't have one. No, I agree. I agree. I think Martinez was so key last season. Like you literally see games where he'd be and on he's, the bench. To be fair, he started off Higgy as well. To be fair, yeah, but he was playing injured, right? And they did that thing they always do with guys who get injured. Oh, when yeah, they come yeah. They're like Hench, man. Like 
what are you not doing? Like, the guy comes back and he's like, hench, put on like five kilograms of muscle. So, um, hopefully he comes back uh, in January and he's, he's trimmer back to his kind of last season shape and he's actually fully healthy again because his ability to punch it through the lines and just his tenacity as a defender and just his all-round dog, D-A-W-G. Um, <laughs> Solanke in January and we can turn this around. Mark my word. Sir Jim. Come on, Mugger, bro. We got, we got the plan for you. We got the blueprints right here, yeah. bro. Yeah. Bro, we weren't even good. charging. This was on the house, cuz. We weren't even <laughs> charging. I need Sir Jim to cook these books, bro. Denise to Man United Pipeline. This should be elite. <laughs> I, I I said, know. Hey, Seb, Seb, let me talk to me. Who you want from Nice? Who you want from Nice? From Terebo. All of those youths, bro. Terebo, Terebo. Terebo West, bro. Yeah, yeah. I want I want to run, son. I want to run. Bro, give me any other academy use, bro. Give me... Any guy, if I go on FIFA, and his pace and or strength is above 83... I came in the team, yeah. and what we could do, we can treat like the NBA. Trades, hey, hey, do you know what? For you, my friends, I'm gonna package <laughs> Maguire. <laughs> I'm gonna package Maguire. Two we first round a couple, picks. A couple hey. pick swaps for 2028. You know what I'm saying? Hey, come on, man. Couple, come couple on. young G's. Couple uncontested. We just tell the Premier League and FIFA. Listen, our accounts are linked. We just move in transactions. We can balance it, it out, bro. Me and bro, Elijah will do the accountancy. Yeah. Trust me, cuz just bro, swap, bro. Bring all them fast young. It's all gonna add up by the end, my guy. Trust me, we're good. Real talk. It's all gonna be good by the end. Listen, we just need to up the talent level within this within this squad, man. By by hook or by crook, honestly. Like, we just need I'm, to cheat, man. I, I realize we just need to cheat. <laughs> <laughs> anniversary of the death of Eddie Guerrero. I hear you, man. Yeah, bro. Yeah. We like we cheat with still, man. My idol, bro. We need to we need to cheat, bro. We need to find a way to cheat. Bro, it's, like, it's a muck, man. Look, yeah. City are out here running around. People forget them. They're running amok. Three hundred thousand charges, cuz. They're, 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 City are running amok. Like they're, they're, lit they're literally, they're literally just putting their middle fingers up every time, every side, and fuck off. Like, bro, they're cooking <laughs> the books, paying extraordinary agent fees. They, you, they trying to tell me that Harlem were fifty million when I know. Harlan's agent got another 50, bro. What are you talking about, bro? <laughs> bro do you know what? I'm willing to take the stand. I'm willing to take the stand, bro. I'm, 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 if that's what you if what's got, if I, that's, that's a pod title. Me, that is the pod title. I'm, I'm willing to, I'm willing to pay, take the stand, bro. I'm going to sleep. Bro, trying to tell me about 50 million and scan them and eat it out. I was like, yeah. Can I tell yeah, you yeah. how Bitney are bare nasty, yeah? Bro, them man were cooking up sponsorship deals with, with Donnie's that had no website, yeah? And also, bro. I was having a debate with um, Ant, yeah, about fans. I said, City don't have that many fans to come to the game. So I did a quick... The first bit of research, bro, in 2022-2023 season, this is their treble winning season, they had the highest percentage of empty seats in their stadium. They have come on, the bro. sickest team in the country, bro. <laughs> they don't even fill their stadium. Nah, nah. That motherfucker right there is not real, bro. It's not yeah, real. facts. It's not real. That's fact. It's not real, but they got pep. They got pep and they got money. And that's all you need, my brother. They got pep money and good structure, man. That's it. That's it. And everything else is just, is just a doddle. And like, yeah. we're literally, we've always said too big to fail, too big to fail, too big to fail. The Glazers, the Woodwards of this world, the Murtars, the plethora of managers we've had come in. This club is close, man. We're close to the dark ages, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm laughing, you know? 
was close to the hey, hey, we need to import fucking um in the air right now, man. Because <laughs> BDC was cooking, bro. Because I could feel it. Like, hey, right now, bro. <laughs> so, so, hey. So, <laughs> Yo, there was bare pain on them saxophones, you know, but like. Hey. Oh, Last couple of questions. Hey, we lost a Copenhagen, you know. <laughs> is, that way? is that even allowed? Is that even allowed? The rules are Nah, nah, dead man lost, man. Seb's Seb go, Seb's go, dunked on him, bro. Yeah. Nah, bro. Hey. I knew yeah. gonna, as soon as he came on, I knew he was gonna score. I knew, was, bro, like Manchester United are so predictable, bro. Like it was yeah. the most predictable thing ever. That kid was. Wait, like, he scored. Rooney, Rooney, Rooney Bargy. Oh my God, <laughs> Rooney Bargy. Yeah. <laughs> if I, if I say what I was gonna say, bro. Anyway, yeah, let's go. Yeah, uh, next one from Rabganistan. Who has more about them, Herrera or Amrabat? I've seen more from Herrera, but Amrabat's only played 12 to what, how many games? So I don't know. As much as I I hated Herrera, Herrera gave us one blastic. We're gonna, we're gonna be through that one. Hey, I think, yeah, 100. There's that one, he'd be starting every game. Hundreds. He's, <laughs> captain. He's captain as well because he can out interview Bruno. Nobody could go machine for only only maybe McTominay can go machine for machine with Herrera cuz with interviews. Herrera was giving out six interviews a week cuz like he was Piers Morgan. Articulate what? in all of them. Bro. Well spoken. No. Nah, I'm actually deep in here. Yeah. This is the worst ever Man United team because yeah. we used to, if we go through we used to like complain about this midfield. Oh, Herrera, Matic is old. Yeah, these guys were whack, right? Like, but if you're you're <laughs> all of those whack guys that we complain about would start for us right now. Comfy. It's, it's so crazy. Yeah, it's, it's it's nasty. Listen, as long as Bruno Fernandez is the face of this team, good That's things will, good things will happen to us. Nah, we need to sell him out. He's linked 100 mil. Hope a Saudi, they got sight for me, please. You don't strike me as a Saudi, you man. He we better. have to make there's, him go, bro. There's less than zero percent chance we know whatever going to Saudi. Yeah, we need to, we need to make it. I'm telling you, bro. The only way we escape this haram, yeah, is if Shah yeah. Jim goes to Saudi, we have a sit down meeting, we break bread, and we sort our package deal. Varan, Casimiro, Sancho, that's the first marshal, first yeah. order on the docket, and then. We'll see about Bruno. We see what we can make happen. If you can't make it happen, cool. But if, if we can get Brand, if we can, if we can do that first deal, then Bruno could chill till the summertime and we can reevaluate. Fam, do you know that? Do yeah. you know that? I but if, that we can, if we can get anything from Saudi for them free man, a little hundred mil, hundred and fifty mil, wishful thinking. Bro, bro, bro for be you looking even you looking even pay it off in ten years? I don't even mind because. But what? But listen, Al Hilal is sending Ruben Neves to Newcastle in January, isn't it? So, bro, they're gonna need a little replacement. Casemiro's there. Yeah. Now, if you're the player who's got Saudi stamped on their forehead, that's Casemiro, man. He's already there. Bro, he's already there. He's there right now, bro. Hey, call him Mr. Tisha, man. She should up, man. Him and Ronaldo, they got they got Trust me, they go back to back, man. Win the Asian Champions League. Benzema's there, but all his G's are there, bro. Like, come on, man. <laughs> all the are there, Neymar's there, Neymar's there, Malcolm. There's a couple of dogs there. there. <laughs> yeah, a couple <laughs> dogs there. They can link up in the city center. Yeah, yeah. So the, yeah. <laughs> for yeah. all the dogs. We had link up. For all the dogs. 
cool. Got a question from ZS underscore London, long time listener. Shout him out. Number one, two questions. Uh, how do we have the most creative player in Europe, i.e., number eight? But it's a universally acknowledgement in the fan base that our strikers don't get enough chances. Well, what what the top of what the top of the is he's Every time Bruno get the ball in the final third, man just try to float the ball into the box. Like <laughs> it's like he's not even trying to pray make anymore, but I don't know what like that's how Alexis Sanchez used to do it. Like when he used to play on the left wing and come in and just like try to put them hopeful floated balls. Oh in my the gosh, one move he had one move, bro. Cutting do it. Cutting boot, cutting. That's yeah, all he did. That's what we paid fifty mil and five hundred k a week for. Cutting the same dink, regardless of what was going on in front of him. Yeah, Bruno tricked me last year, still, man. I can't lie. Yeah, do you know what? There's there's almost a sickness in that though. It's like I can do it. <laughs> I'm not, I can't do this. I'm choosing not to. Do you know how sick? Like, I'd rather be like you never showed me. So I just have to accept you can't do it. He yeah. instead showed us he can do it. I can. I ain't going to. How about that? How about that? So I I, I want him gone. Like I just don't want to see him. And he just feels like he's a player who's not rated. Like no one's gonna Real Madrid won't want him, Barcelona won't want him, PSG won't want him. Like who's gonna take him off us? Oh, I Chelsea, Chelsea, man. Chelsea do something for me. Chelsea, Chelsea already have a bear. They got Cole Palmer. <laughs> yeah, man, yeah, good. <laughs> yeah, they got a bunch of man. They 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 got no use for Bruno, man. Uh, cool. Uh, second question: Can we have a discussion on how good Garnacho actually is? So obviously, this is second. He's season. a child. <laughs> He's an actual <laughs> child. Hey, them Kobe Manu mental health enthusiasts might have been spitting still. Okay. I see, where coming, I see where they're coming from now. Fair enough. Maybe we shouldn't put this kid into this team. <laughs> no, no, fair enough. Fair enough. I hear it. Yeah, this is what's going to happen to him, though. Yeah, and I think listen, Kobe Bean was a much bigger talent than Garnacho, so it's probably not, but still, like, Garnacho. No, I, said, like, I, said, I just mean, like, in, if, if he goes through any, like, the, the problem is that these kids have it's less about how they're performing, and it's the fact that. The they get team, no grace, bro. Yeah, the team needs something. So there's no opportunity to have any patience. If you're on the pitch, you can get it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, yeah? I'm not going to lie. I kind of effing that Steve, man. I know I you do. I'm effing with him. I'm effing with him. I don't give a fucking shit. I don't give a shit. I don't sorry, give a I shit. Enough, bro. I've had enough. I don't give a shit. I'm equal opportunities, bro. Everyone's getting smoked, man. Everyone's getting smoked. Garnacho got a new contract, 85 tats, a whole veneers. Okay, you're a man now. You're a man now, cuz. 13 for tizzies. Just had a youth. I got 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 this guy, you're doing Ronaldo celebration, all these other things. I think Ronaldo's fine. I just think he, the fact that he yeah, can't same, strike, same, but I think the fact he can't strike the ball is giving me the ick. Yeah. I do what it is. It's not just the fact that he can't strike it. It's the fact that he is greedy with it. So, you know, you usually see That's a man that, You know you usually... did he not pass it to? Was it on Saturday that he didn't pass it to somebody? He, no, was he, was Hoyland. Hoyland. he should have passed it to Hoyland, but he got yeah. lucky with the rebound. Yeah, he got lucky. But like, so you see, you know, there's a certain man like, okay, in the Premier League, like, like KDB, Son, like, you know, this Harlan, 
obviously, obviously, Harry Kane, there's certain players that we've seen in Andish Aguero, Salah, mm. where they're greedy, but it makes sense because their man can really pass off. You can't, fam. Yeah, you can't do that, shooters. fam. You want, you, want, you want sharpshooters shooting as much as possible. Right. Your man's taking shots that I don't see Haaland taking. No, no, no. Come on. Now well, we have to calm there down. There's a chance on Saturday where Garnacho got the ball on the left wing. Mm. Done really well. Drove into the box. Like right. two fakes. Manufactured the angle for the shot. And the way he struck, like he struck, he struck the ball and it's like lifted over the bar. Yeah, that like, keeps oh, happening to him, man. Why can he not keep the ball down, bro? Like, yeah, it keeps happening. He keeps making the space. He actually, the ball, bro. It's actually mad, like. Like yeah. he's he's like Anthony. And I'm going like, to White Scout right now and find it. And post it on the Mugger because, bro, like... like, like, it's like, it's like every, but everybody else have these men that could cut inside. Like, if Palmer cuts inside, I don't think something happened. Do you know what I'm saying? Bro, like, like, bro, like, even, if, like bro, even if you keep the ball down, yeah, like, at least force the keeper into a save, you might parry it into, like, back into danger. You get a rebound or whatever. Yeah. Like, bro, like, but, like, Garnacho does it so much, bro. He hits the ball in a way and it just, like, floats aimlessly over the park. Yeah, yes, it's it, it's peak. But like you lot say, he's young. He's obviously a player who like burst onto the scene last season. A couple match winners, some really bright cameo appearances. So people like they always act like with player progression is that you're immediately going to be better this season than you were last season. So the expectation on him has increased, and he's got a nice pair of chompers now as well. So you put that <laughs> like guys are going to want to see more bang for their buck. Um, it would even be easier if other guys around him if other guys around him were actually performing, but he's on the pitch, he's not performing, so people are going to get onto him, man. Yeah, you're doing, you're going Turkey, you're doing all that, bro. I need to see some goals, brother. I feel like his general play hasn't been terrible. Like, mm. off, he's gotten so much better off the ball. I think that's how he's he started getting some more minutes. Because remember, like, um, he was basically, like, coming off the bench for Rashford. I think, like, because he's... Right. He's going a lot better off the ball, but bro, like he's like he's not like a traditional like winger, like playmaker. He's a forward, isn't it? Like yeah. he's a he's like a wide forward. So, bro, like man, man's got to be able to learn how to strike the ball, bro. He's That's his, yeah, that and I think his first touch at times can be sloppy, man. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm not too mad about the first touch, like the bro. The, it's whatever, isn't it? Like like if he's out, if he's getting out, in, like bro, like get, Martinelli doesn't have the best first touch. Like Son doesn't have like. Bro, like all these guys that are like wide forwards, bro. Like what they have when they get into like shooting positions, they can finish. They, they can finish, bro. Oh my god, I found it. Yeah, fair, fair, lads. Um, I saw it. It's a pleasure. I, I always say this: like when we get to this period of any manage, Manchester United manager's tenure, uh, it's the Mugger Pod that keeps me going because otherwise I'd just be fuming, you know. But I just come on every week, have a bit of a laugh with you guys, and then we go again. So we've got international break, a couple of weeks off, and then we'll do do it all over again. So take your time off, put your feet up, bit of LO rum for your troubles, and we move. All right, lads. Peace. 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 Sports Social Podcast Network.